Hello, rag hags. This is just a quick little trigger warning. We will be discussing a little bit of a sexual assault situation in this episode. So just wanted to let you know. All right, here we go. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Romance at a Glance. We are hot in our sci-fi alien season, and I am here with my co-host, Shawnee. Hi, Shawnee. Hi, Bridget. How you doing? You feeling relaxed over there? Oh, I'm feeling very, very good over here in Oak Park of the Illinois, and I'm just having fun. I'm having fun reading alien romance, chatting with you guys. We also have our producer, Jane, on the line. Hi, Jane. Hi. I just want to say, um, I got a haircut, and neither of you said anything. I've been sitting here. I can't see it because of your headphones. So, actually. You could see before, and look how short it is. Oh, now I can see when you turn to Let the Let me tell you, I had this whole inner monologue in my head where I was like, oh my God, I love Jane's poofy hair, <laughs> like short haircut, and it looks just like my niece. And then I was like, thought about oh, my niece, and wow. I got excited about the story I told you I earlier, see. and then it made me happy, but I absolutely did see your haircut, okay. and I'll show you a picture of my niece so you know I'm not <laughs> okay, lying. Okay, okay, <laughs> I also got my haircut, which you can't see, but it's very short now, too. Oh, yay. Oh, that looks so nice. Yes. Oh, you did. I love yeah. it. Oh, I, okay. Oh, I had them I cut off. Now too. <laughs> you got to. I cut off all the dead, uh, the dead ends from not having mm-hmm. any haircuts during COVID, except for doing it myself. Um, so it's fresh. That's a fresh cut. It's fresh. The well, freshest. you ladies look beautiful, I and I, and I love it a lot. I also really love bobs. Like yes. when when they hit like right at the top of the shoulder or, or just off the shoulder, those are my favorite. So, also, Jane yeah. has lovely curly hair, which <laughs> I have very very Thank pin you. straight hair, and so Jane has this nice volume situation going, which I will never achieve. Thank but. you. <laughs> I can also brush my hair one time and leave the house. So yeah, you know, we all have our crosses to bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sent you a video the other day, which was like people with straight hair brushing their hair. <laughs> And then people with curly hair, and it was just like, gah, three hours later. Yeah. Oh, my God. I bought that. Um, there's this brush that's online that's like the black people brush. It's got, like, the brush opens up like it fans open when you, like, bring it through the hair. I don't know if you okay. guys have seen this. Mm-hmm. But I was like, so every commercial is like a black girl with her curly hair using the brush. Like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Best brush I ever owned. So, of course, I was like, I got to buy it, you know? It's the worst brush I have ever owned ever in my life. It just ripped out my hair and took me forever to get it done. And then my hair, when I when it dried, like it was like frizzy and fizzled. Like my hair right now is newly washed, and you guys can both see that it looks like a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. You guys, if you've ever looked at our Instagram pictures on the interwebs, Shawnee, for how long did you have that hairstyle? Years, you told me, I think. Had like yeah, very like sh- yeah shaved sides basically, and then almost like if you imagine a high top of old, but very tall and stylish, very tall and and beautiful, and I need it back. Very tra- it back. trace trace trendy, very very trendy. <laughs> I was like, oh, Shawnee's not gonna want to be our friend. She's so cool. <laughs> I'm so not. <laughs> Look how cool she is with her cool hair. But then of course, like everyone else, her hair has just grown out during COVID because nobody could get to their hair salons for a long time. And so this is the first time I've seen Shawnee, or like this past, you know, six months is the first time I've seen Shawnee without that hairdo. I've been tracking my barber around the world. He's like in Atlanta, he's in Texas, he's in Oakland. I'm like, my dude, you're in Oakland. You're very close to LA. Can we meet in the middle? What's, where are you? 
Fuck it, I'll fly to you. Where are you? <laughs> when you find like your best barber, you don't ever change that barber. Like you, you die with them. When they die, you get in the coffin with them and you close it and you're like, we're in this together. Do you think that you're gonna go back to that same hairdo or try something new? Um, the trying something new was actually leaving it long. I've been, it's actually, I can put it in a ponytail. It's, it's down my back. It doesn't look like it right now, but it's actually down my back. Um, and so I just think I need to figure out how to style it long. I think I'm going to leave it like this for like another month or two. Okay. I look like a wild child and I'm digging it. Yeah. Uh, but there's something about like, I think that short hairstyle felt like me. Yeah. You know, like when I had it, I was like, oh, hi, Shawnee. Nice to meet you. Like, great. Yeah. You're here. Uh, but part of me doesn't want to go back to that hairstyle at the moment because I feel like I'm transitioning as a human for sure and it doesn't like the idea of getting it doesn't feel exactly like me at yeah. the moment I feel like it's sense. a little severe for who you've become this last year yeah this, stylistically this wildy hair this wildy hair feels a little bit more I think like you need me. to get some cool like you know some cool like you know like you pin sides back and then the, the top is long or you do like like I feel like your hair is a good length right now or you could do a lot of cool fun designs and stuff. I want to I want to throw the shit out of it out I just bought a hair dryer like for black people like a black people hair dryer again I saw it on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> my partner he's gonna he's gonna blow dry it for me I was gonna make you do it but you dip too fast <laughs> he's gonna do it for me and we're gonna see how like one how long it is and how big I can get this from yes. popping. <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to post a photo of that. I'm excited. Oh yeah, there'll be a process. I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you with the fro in a long time since we were playing at YouTube Space. <laughs> oh, I was right. <laughs> I was a little. I was a little blue froed, <laughs> a little uh, elf. <laughs> you had the big white one on. That was so fun. Oh that my god, fun. that was a lot of fun. I'll have to repost that photo because those photos of us during that day were hysterical. I brought like a box of wigs because I'm I love wigs and Bridget we were just trying them on when we were about we were gonna shoot something and we just took a lot of pictures in these crazy wigs and I don't know how Bridget managed this but I gave her my Beyonce wig and she looked biracial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I you said that you're like girl you look biracial and I was like I don't. You think look so. like Mariah Carey. You look like Mariah Carey and I was like damn. It's I think it's also because I had a ton of makeup on which. Normally I don't wear I mean, almost any, and so I had because remember I did that like um, Jeffrey Star makeup video, and so I yeah. had like a oh, face of makeup on. Um, yeah. Oh my god, good times. You can go to our IGTV and good see times. me in the wig in our uh, Val and Valerie oh. the Valkyrie series. If you check it out, you can see. And I I personally don't think I look biracial, but if you think so, then I'll let you. Uh... All right, let's get to this book, you guys. As you know, we just interviewed Mina Carter, and it was so lovely to talk to her. I think of all the authors that we have talked to so far, she has, like, the best origin story if she's going to be a superhero. Um, you mm -hmm. know, like talking about how her how you know her family lost everything during the crash and they went bankrupt and then she was like okay I can write and earn enough money to like not send my kid to daycare or I can stay in this job and like come out of the wash and she's like trusted herself and was like I'm gonna do this and you know sort of built her empire of sci-fi and paranormal books and readers and just like is so pro I mean like write so many books and I thought she was very inspiring and dope best superhero origin story I think. oh yeah I thought that was really amazing yeah uh, so if you guys missed that make sure you go back and check out her interview it just dropped on Wednesday 
And today we're going to be talking about one of her books, Bonded to the Alien Centurion. Mm-hmm. Book number seven of the Warriors of Lothar series. And I, for one, am excited to talk about it. I'm excited to talk about it, too, because I read this book on Kindle. And I'm uh, pretty proud of myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's why we had to delay this recording. <coughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, also, you guys, Mina has very graciously agreed to give away an ebook of one of her books on Instagram. So make sure you head over to Instagram.com forward slash romance at ugly hands and enter to win a copy of one of her books. And a special shout out to our newest patron, Soul. Welcome, Sol. We're happy to have you. I'm very excited. Uh, I've been having a good time, like, talking to people in our Facebook group, but I want y'all to talk back to me, like, for real, for real. I want to talk books. I want to talk nasty. Y'all, don't be shy. Nobody can see the group. It's secret. We can talk about our freaky stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the Rag Hags, my friend. Rag Hag, baby. Without further ado, let's get this shit poppin'. Romance. At a glance. Well, as I said, we're talking Bondage to the Alien Century and book number seven of the Warriors of Lothar series, Obvi, Alien Romance, Sci-Fi Romance in the House all season long. Shani, talk to us a little bit about this narrator. Oh wait, you I read the book. Have a oh my god, guys, first I read the time book. ever. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> I have it in my notes. This is just in my notes of things I asked Shawnee about in the podcast. Well, tell me about your experience reading a book on the podcast for maybe the second time ever. <laughs> uh so there was a little snafu and ended up picking a book that didn't have an audiobook. That was my And bad. I think we just got very excited. No, I think both of us, we just got so excited about aliens that we yeah. just like, yeah, Mina Carter, let's do this. Yeah. Um, and she has so many other ones that were audiobooks. And so, um, <laughs> of course, I waited to the last minute to read the book because I was like, oh, it's only going to be a couple hour read. So, um, and it was like the day before we were going to record. And I go, oh, shit. <laughs> There's no audiobook for this. So I like text Bridget. I'm like, Bridget. And she was like, we can pick another book. And I was like, no, I I already yeah. bought it on Kindle. I'm going to attempt to read this book. So a book that should have taken me, I don't know, how long did it take you, Bridget? I don't know. Two and a half hours? Three. Like two and a half hours. It took me like damn near a day. Like I had to keep rereading and rereading and rereading. And then I told Bridget, I had to go into my bathroom, turn on the big (laughs) whooshing fan, close one eye. And then I was able to read this book. So I'm I'm actually going to hold a little bit back today in my review because I feel like it's going to be colored by the fact that it was so difficult for me to actually uh, read it. (laughs) But I I I did. I did read it. Okay. I did. (laughs) I do want to call back to the fact that I... I was like, yeah, sure. Let's just pick a new book. I could read it tonight. <laughs> Johnny was like, no, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be on time. And guys, she was not on time. For- <laughs> I was not. I was not. I was at 80% when we were supposed to be recording. And I was like, I just need like 30 more minutes. <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes later, she's like, I'm not going to do it. Let's record next week. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, so that's how it went. I'm happy to hear that you officially finished it. That must feel good. And also, I do think that your review will be colored by the fact that you didn't just listen to it. But did you look at the cover art? Because normally you you see First it on your all, phone a lot. So what did you think? Yeah. 
First of all, the cover art I love because I just yeah. I love the pecs. I love yes. the arms. I'm an mm-hmm. arm person and the neck that what do you I don't know that muscle that goes from the the tendon that goes from the neck to the shoulder. Mm-hmm. But that's my yeah. shit. And yeah. that's I they're giving me my shit. Mina, thank you. You're giving yeah. me <laughs> give me muscles. I just all caps. Ooh, them some big muscles. <laughs> that's, my, that's my whole ooh. Very big you muscles. Know what, you know what's interesting? Like mm-hmm. in real life. I I actually don't really enjoy like my partner to be big and muscular no. like this in general. Like mm-hmm. I like chunky boys. Like I always like chunky boys. Like if I had a type, I've dated every type, but if I had a type, I would say I like them chunky, you know. Chunky, you know. <laughs> you know? Chunky. I'm looking at this cover and I'm like, wow, he's super hot, da whatever. But in real life, yeah, if no. I saw him, no. I would not like, really it look twice. Be cuddly to lay on all that muscles too hard. No. Like, you need a little tummy, you know? But it would get, be a lot of good thrusting power, I do believe. So that I can see. I mean, I don't... I It would be a lot of thrusting power, but you don't know what they're thrusting, you know? That's and I true. remember this That's this true. big old freaking Irish boy. He was like six foot seven, just deliciousness. He had like a little micro penis that I never was expecting to see when mm. I was seeing that, you know? So, a mismatch. Like, the, the steroids could be real on this one. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Well, now that you've brought everyone down into sad town, let's all bring it back up and remember he's an alien and he has beautiful alien junk. That fulfills Danny. All right. Let me give you the quick synopsis. So Danny Black is a badass military commander and she goes alone into the enemy ship to save a senator from Earth who is being kept as a quote guest of the emperor. But really, she's just being held captive. So the emperor assigns Sardan the ship's communications expert to try to seduce her and win her over to the the far side of negotiations with the human race. She gets tricked into a duel. And once she wins the first duel, more challengers come and she is forced to accept Sardan's claim as her mate. She finds she doesn't mind the burning chemistry, loyalty or sexy times with this man or male from the cousin race of humanity. I have to say that I was a big fan of her. I thought so you guys hadn't read any previous books, but I've read the previous books and okay. in the series, not immediately prior to recording this, but like months ago. And one thing I liked was that Kenna and the other women who get captured first in the first batch are all from an alien. I, they mention it in this book, but they're all from an alien sort of, or an alien, a human outpost um, in space. And they're all like space Marines essentially, or space like, um, they're just like badass space women who are in the military. But so yeah, I liked that you get to see them in the first few books, essentially like uh, making the Thathar like, oh, but women don't do that. And they're like, nah, nah, like give us a gun and we're going to like go handle these insurrectionists. No problem. So then to see Kenna, who's like sort of the a badass of that group come and then when she meets Danny be like oh my god Danny Black's here oh she's so cool she's so she's such a badass like that for me set the tone of like oh like if Kenna who's already like you know a real fighter and real strong and you know likes to shoot people with guns is like holy shit like this lady man she makes me like look like a puppy then I was like oh Danny is the the real deal so I liked that she was like we heard that and then they like put her into that challenge fight scenario for her to back it up, which I thought was a fun yeah. scene. 
I thought so too. I I mean, I love a fighter character. Like I love when the girls kick ass. Like mm-hmm. probably in every book the girl could be kick ass and I wouldn't get tired of it. The one thing though I will say is that like she was set up to be so kick ass in the book mm-hmm. and I wanted her to kick more ass. Like what the fuck? Like there was like I, I felt like the ass kicking was very minimal and I felt like it could have gone to a real primal place with them that it didn't go and you mean that sexually for me like so <laughs> when she comes out like you know she's being all diplomatic and then she gets thrown into the ring to fight and he's mm-hmm. like well i have to save her because i have to fight her because right. she's gonna get taken by all these people blah 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 so they get in the ring and they fight that was fine for me or whatever well but she wins the first she wins the first fight resoundingly yes and then she gets yes. set up to do and has to do another one fight and, everyone basically and so he, he was like everybody's gonna keep fighting her right so he was like i'm gonna challenge her so she okay continue yeah so okay. she did win Good. the first Thank fight for- i wanted everyone to know she did crush the first guy okay yeah she did and then he he's he knows that everybody's gonna keep challenging her until she loses to someone and has to get bonded or like become mm-hmm. that person's mate mm-hmm. so he's like doing the selfless thing he's like i'm gonna throw myself in there and i'll defeat her real quick mm-hmm. you know since she'll be my mate so he does. And well, it's the not thing real for me quick. Is, it, it, he basically like wears her down until she. Until he chokes her out. <laughs> until he chokes her out and she won't submit, which I was like, he's like, come on, just tap out. And she's like, no, nah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to put me in the unconsciousness to take me from this. But keep going. Uh, so, so that for me was cool. Like I was okay. I mm-hmm. was okay with, with that t- scenario, but um afterwards she tells him like hey i don't want to i'm not trying to rush into this i'm not trying to like be your everything right away Mm -hmm. like let's have like kind of a convenience thing let's get to know each other i understand that now i'm bonded to you or i'm in that position but like i and i like that she tried to like escape right so he's like yeah i'll give you that time and he's kind of being magnanimous in in his little in his uh dealings with her and then she tries to escape and all of that magnanimousness like goes out the window with him. He's just like, fuck it. I'm here to rape. <laughs> like, let's go. Like, that's not where it went to me very quickly. And then she was like down for the fucking. And I was just like, this doesn't hit me in a, in a good spot. And you know me. I like a good force. I like a good, uh. Mm-hmm. It was just something for me that just like, like he turned into a weird narcissist for me in a, in a switch of a, of, a, of a hand. Like, a you know, they, she set him up to be. I felt he was going to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. I can have that good guy feel to him. Mm-hmm. And then he went to icky guy for me really quickly. And and I don't know what the nuance is because it this should have been my catnip, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I was like, I, I was agree. Like, uh. So, yeah. So he at first is like, well, I, yeah, he says something like, I'll wait, but not forever. Because like, you aren't going to leave me. This won't be a marriage of convenience. And... Yeah, and then when she tries to escape and goes onto the ship, and she, like, gets all the way there, and he's like, where do you think you're going? And then he basically, like, kisses her and, like, forces the issue of, like, you want me, your body wants me, I can smell it, and you're mine. And then they start going to... Do they have sex on the ship? Or no, they get interrupted. No, they... they or do they, they have sex and then get interrupted? they manage it. Yeah, they did. So for me, what it always goes back to is that they aren't human, so that he's an alien. So his customs, like he probably could have just taken her right away because like she's his mate and that's his right in their culture. And 
he was willing to be nice to her and go with the flow, except for then she tried to escape. And he's like, nah, bitch, you're mine now. (laughs) (laughs) If she had just stayed, he would have let her have her way. But she was trying to escape. And he was like, that's not how we do things. (laughs) So I like that, you know, but I just think that if they set up, they set her up to be like the most powerful, like strongest fighter that's coming onto the ship where the the most powerful fighter who already exists there is in awe Mm -hmm. of her. Like, I feel like, it, she was giving in too yeah. fast when he decided that he was just going to take yeah. that. She could have hit it. She could have hit him in the solar plexus or the kidney and then wrestle. Exactly. Wrestled. Like you just it, always wanting those people to wrestle. Absolutely. They're getting it out. <laughs> I, I, like a, I like a good wrestle, <laughs> Bridget. I like a good wrestle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you. She could have tried like, to I pin him. to yeah. fight mm-hmm. and scratch and mm-hmm. pin. And then she could have been like, you know what? This is, we're equally yeah. matched. I, and then that could have led to like, oh yeah, I might want to fuck yeah. this dude. Oh, we're already right. fucking. Let's go. And I think that's, for me, what was missing in the mm-hmm. book. And I thought that was coming, and it was a natural, yeah. like, I felt like it was a very natural progression for that to happen, and then it didn't. So I felt really let down in that regard to the story. I think that that sex scene was a little bit more of their training room sex scene, where they're, like, training together and sweating together, and then they're, like, having sex in the closet. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I don't disagree with you. I think what you're saying is sort of right on. Um it just didn't bug me because he's not a human being. <laughs> so I was just like, whatever. <laughs> um, and I did. Okay, let's ask Jane. Oh. Let's ask Jane. 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 What'd you, what did you think? Okay. So um, <laughs> I understand the fantasy. And I, I did truly understand this fantasy. I get it. I just personally get so angry. Like, my anger started when he beat her because I agree with you, Shawnee. I think that she should have been able to, if she was supposed to be super kick-ass, she should have kicked more ass than she did. Uh, But really, I was angry because I thought, I was getting excited because I thought when she tried to escape that she would escape. And then the story would be about him coming after her and like, that's my wife. But then he still loves her despite and because she escaped and like have that interesting dynamic. I was really mad when he got her and I was angry at the rest of the book. And then, can I tell you the line that I hated the most? That I was like, yeah. "Fuck this dude." Um, he, <laughs> he first. Uh, hmm, this is jumping way ahead. Okay. When she has to like her, like the military or whatever is like, give us the plans and unlock the doors. And she's like, no. And they're like, well, we're going to kill your friend or send your friend to the prison planet. I don't, something like that. And she's like, okay, I'll do it. And so she does it. And then they catch her. And then uh, the guy is like super angry because like she's betrayed him and whatever. And in his head, he says, his mate was a faithless, lying little human bitch. I said, no, no, no. Yo. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I will. Nope, 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 nope. I have told every man in my life since the day I met them, if you ever call a woman a bitch around me, that's it. <laughs> that is it. Don't do it. And I've gotten a lot of fights about it. And a lot of people have been like, no, like, I don't get it. I'm going to say the word bitch whenever I want to. And I said, okay, then we're not friends anymore because that is, that is the line. That is the line. And I will not have, <laughs> I will not have the hero calling the heroine a bitch in his brain. Absolutely not. So that enraged me. Jane, I just have to ask, are you okay with the fact that me and Shawnee <laughs> use the word bitch oh, yeah. for each other? Yeah. <laughs> today it's, early no, no, I was no. like, it's this different. Bitch. <laughs> I think it's different. It's different. I'm saying when men use Got the it. word bitch. Got it. I'm it's sure a there are some yes. times that mm-hmm. are okay, okay. But most of the time not. Yeah. And to say little bitch so, too, I'll kill you myself. That <laughs> <laughs> made me so angry. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Jane right <laughs> no, now. Like so I can feel the energy. So 
Jane, I do not disagree with you. I, when that line came, like, I did not, I was like, I don't Mm -hmm, like him. mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. like him anymore. I don't like him. And like, and again, I felt like I was going to like this book. And because I was reading it in the the Kindle, I was like, okay, maybe I don't like this book because it's like, I'm just, it's disjointed. I'm not getting the energy of the flow or whatever. But at the, like, when he called her, (laughs) When he said that to her, I was like, no, nope. didn't say it no. to nope. her. Nope. He said in his I, brain, it still so, counts. So did you guys read it as him being like this little bitch? Because I read it more as like hit heartbreak. Like my mate is like a faithless little bitch. Like, like he's so sad. Because that's like his, yeah. his like thing was that yeah. he was like willing, you know, to do whatever. And then to see the betrayal and how, you know, like he thought she had accepted him as a mate and blah, blah, blah. For me, not that I like people calling, you know, women, you know, derogatory names in general, but for, I understood the sort of like depth of his sort of like, oh, she's, oh, she's my mate and she betrayed everyone on the ship and tried to have the emperor like kidnapped and was willing to like throw me away and throw us away for the humans. You know what? You know what I felt like? He felt like a man baby mm-hmm. to me. Like, and, and and I don't get attracted to man babies. That's <laughs> That was what happened. Like, the when he snapped and his temper was like, wow, you know? And I think, actually, the older I've gotten, the less I accept this in books. When I was younger, I really felt like, yeah, that, that machismo is sexy, it's whatever. And I think, literally, like... <laughs> As I got older, I'm like, no, you fucking man, baby, go to therapy, get yourself together, like, to <laughs> you know, and and so like the faithless little bitch kind of felt like a man, baby, like pouty, yeah. like meh, 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 kind of move, and so like again, it's like I can't quite pinpoint why I was just like meh mm-hmm. about at all, but it was like these little things that just didn't read right to me, and I I think if she had been more of a fighter, it would have helped balance out some of that you know, whatever. And she could have been, man. They could have had really scratchy, fighty sex. And it would have been dope. It would have been dope as fuck. I will saying. say that his response, <laughs> the the bitch comment paired with the fact that she didn't give him a chance, or he didn't give her a chance to explain. Yeah, yeah. Um, no loyalty. Lost an entire star. Because I was like, you didn't even give her five seconds to be like, look, I let him in. However, I also told you about it so that you could track them and find them. I don't want humanity wiped out, brah. And he did not give her that chance. So he lost an entire star. And even though he was very remorseful later and was like, I'm such an idiot. I should have trusted her. It's like, well, duh. Um, Too late for me. But also, like, she did try to escape literally the day before. So it's like. As she should have. (laughs) She also. okay. she also went in for a diplomatic meeting and they sabotaged her and trapped her into an arranged marriage, which is another one of my worst nightmares. I think she was totally justified. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Listen, I don't disagree. It all happened. It all like, happened like so she's fast. going in all diplomatic in her heels, yeah. and then all of a sudden she's in a fight, and now yeah. he's, you know, and she was supposed to be safe. Like, what kind of diplomatic yeah. ass exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, but I, I definitely. Um, <laughs> what yeah. did you guys think about happen. the emperor? I liked him. That's who she went to, right? So, yeah, to, uh, so at the uh, end, she goes to the emperor. Yeah. Danal. D-A-A-Y-N-A-L. <laughs> Danal. Danal. Um, 
And she basically like asks him for a job and is like, yo, I think I could be a good asset for you. And then they get attacked yeah. and she stands with Emperor and defends him. And um yeah. I like that I like scene. that scene too. And I liked that the I like that yeah. she closed the loop on Sardan um was training the Quisset. Quisset? Quisset? Um Basically, the like, essentially, the like, the young sons of like non-important families, and they don't get the same training, and they're kind of like cannon fodder, and so he's been training them to uh, defend themselves better and to help them sort of rise in the ranks, like showing that he like is a good person, basically, and he they go yeah. with him and they help defend the emperor as well, and they like stand against like a full-blooded warrior and like show their training and stuff like that. Um, and I, first of all, I think Dana is one of the best characters of the series. Like when Mina was telling us exclusive, exclusive that he, she's going to write his book by the end of the year. I was like, thank heavens. Because <laughs> I, when I read these books first, I was like, I read through the descriptions. Cause I was like, which one's his book? How many more books do I have to get through? Um, cause I'm like, which, which uh, person is going to be for him? Like who's going to well, be he's interesting. He's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. But I liked that, that he uh sort of of all of them also shows like how non-human he is because he's like of course i'm gonna trap her into a marriage she's on the ship she's alone and i need her as an ally to help sway the humans to give us their women so that our society doesn't die he's like <laughs> duh like that's obviously yeah. what i'm gonna do i'm an emperor i look after my people <laughs> That sounds that sounds like the yeah. worst logic of all time. I will trap yeah, her. You don't care. That's what he said. Ship. He's like, so you will seduce her and do anything you have to do to get her to accept yeah. your claim. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I was like, which which I, I I honestly would rather that have happened in the book, right? The whole thing where like like if he had time to seduce her and get on her like mm-hmm. side first mm-hmm. before the fighting, the fighting happened Super right fast. away, and then she was claimed, yeah. and. And I guess, like, I was just like, it didn't have time for him to develop into a good guy that mm-hmm. I liked for her. And so, you mm-hmm. know, like, that's that was kind of strange, yeah. you know. And I like Mina Carter a mm-hmm. lot. <laughs> like, I like her books a lot. And I feel like this is book number seven, and it feels like a book number seven to me. Like, <laughs> I honestly don't remember why I chose this one, except for that I liked the cover. <laughs> I mean, why I chose it over bomb. one of the other ones. Like, I know at the time yeah. I had some sort of logic, but it's fleeting and I don't know what it was at the time. I do like Danny, though. I think I <laughs> just remember liking Danny. Yeah, I like Danny. I like the setup for her. Yeah. But, like, I mean, kick him in the balls first, at least, <laughs> before you give it up to Poon Annie. I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm not kick him in the balls. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with some reading. Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope ass website. Thanks for the commish. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now, Bridge, let's get back to the ratings. Yes. All right, Shawnee, what did you think of Danny Black? So Danny, I gave, I was, I was definitely on the fence about this, uh, but uh, because she kept trying to escape and because she was still trying to have her own like autonomy, I gave her a three. She lost some really big points for me for not fighting like more, 
like for herself and for like getting off and for being like, nah, dog, I didn't sign up for this, you know? Um, but then I did like, she tried to escape. I did like that. She was trying to outmaneuver people and try to keep peace and stuff like that. Uh, so I gave her a three, but yeah, it was difficult. Uh, what did you give her? I gave her a five. I like Danny. I like that. She's like, uh, obviously it's always fun when they're good at fighting and beat up bigger people than them. But I liked that she like was friends with Kenna and that I liked that she thought of everything on like a chessboard and realized like, okay, well I can't escape this. So what am I going to do to like make it all work? And like once yeah. she realized like, okay, I have to accept his claim. And then once she realized like, okay, well I can't go back to humanity. So I better go talk to the emperor and get myself a job. And when she was like helping train, you know, she's like, okay, well he's my mate. And like, I like that he's training these like weaker soldiers. Like I'm going to show them how to beat bigger opponents. Like I liked the practicality of her mind or like her sort of point of view. I was a big fan. Um, and also just like, that was a good probably I have a little Danny. bit more love for her since I've seen her in like future books and stuff as well. Yeah. I think like you just described something and I'm just like, man, even this is like an alien book, it still like applies to like real life, which you're like, okay, she's trying to maneuver how this circumstances and how to make the best of it while she's trapped in this, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, I feel like so many women in my life are like trapped in their circumstances, like whatever it is, they're not on an alien ship, but, but they're bonded into some bullshittery. And they can't, and they can't get well, out. Well, that's no fucking fun. And they can't get out. Well, that's no fun. And, and they're managing their it's partners. It's only fun when you have a seven foot tall alien with a big dick who wants to bring you orgasm after orgasm. Yes. And that's the only time that shit's yes. fun. And, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm going to say this because it's come up a lot for me, like in the last couple months with just people I know. It's like, you are not responsible for managing the emotional state of your partner. Mm-hmm. You're not imagine you're not you're not responsible for dampening your emotional state not to trigger someone else's emotional state and and hold back what you need to say because someone's going to be a baby. Just just I just want I just want to put that out there for anybody who needs to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you give him, Bridge? Um, I gave him 4 stars um because he lost an entire star cuz I was like you can give the benefit of doubt for 1 second. <laughs> But I did like that even though he knew, like you hear at the very beginning, like he knows that the emperor has brought her on board and has set him up to seduce her. And you know that he wants to seduce her because he finds her very attractive. But you, he also is like, um, like on her side in the fact that he like realizes the fights are set up and he like gives her all the pointers he can. And he like, so I liked that he was kind of uh, on her side from like the first second and doing as much as he could without sort of betraying the emperor and like all he stood for. I gave him a big fat too. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know what's funny, Shani, is the two <laughs> books that we have read that you read physically a book. You gave both. You yeah. did not like either of them. And did also not. I liked both of them quite a bit. And I'm like, well, it's so I just I here. just like in an alternate reality wonder what would happen if you had read this book just as like an audiobook. Like if everyone's scores would have been one point no, higher. No, I, I am like 90 percent sure that I would have rated it slightly higher yeah. um, only because when someone's reading you a story like the the flow helps keep sure. you keep me in it when with the disjointedness of it like. 
I, w- I was able to focus and hyper-focus on, on specific moments for longer than I normally right. would. So I do think I would have, I might have rated it a little higher. However, there was just some glaring things for, for me sure. that I just I'm not saying not you would have been at five stars. I just think you would have been at... But, yeah. yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed the process yeah. a little more. But, like, <laughs> but yes. Okay, so two stars. For, but for him, I, I definitely think that uh, I didn't like how quickly he snapped initially. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't... I, I thought that he should still try to woo her. His plan was already to woo her. So I felt like he should should have still wooed her after their their mm. fight. Mm-hmm. You know, even if that was like, yo, let's go out and spar. Yeah. Like there should have been some a wooing. Um and then I didn't like the faithless bitch comment and and how quickly he was just like like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh so like that for me. And I do agree with Jane. Like it would have been dope if she had gotten off that ship. And I thought she was going to get off that ship too. I was like, so this author's going to give me so that. The next and then book, because she, she sets it up that the next book that one of the, she mentions that one of the people has been sent to um, the, pri- like the prison planet. And mm-hmm. one of the warriors is going to go there and chase her and rescue her from the prison planet. So there are there are books where See, the person gets okay, away good. and they get chased. It's just not doesn't happen to be this one. Okay. Well, I would have really liked if she got off that book. I had so much anxiety reading the scene where she, she was yeah. where she was trying to uh-huh. escape. I was just there like, are she gonna? <laughs> is she gonna? Uh, is she gonna? You know? <laughs> Like I can't just skip ahead, but but uh, uh yeah. So for me, I don't know. He didn't do it for me, and like I I wanted the sex scenes to do more for mm-hmm. me, and because I did wasn't feeling him, they they just didn't really. So I'm gonna give him a two, but I will say y'all, I did not read this book in the manner <laughs> that is natural to me. So just take that for what it's worth. <laughs> do you have a favorite line in the book? This was read by, I think, Shannon, her friend, or her friend or somebody. Anyway, here we go. Uh, You ready to be rescued, she asked, looking into Danny's eyes. Not for blown pupils, but actually looked at her. No, she wasn't. Even though Sardan didn't want her, being rescued meant leaving the ship, meant leaving him. She nodded, blowing out a shabby breath. Hell yes, let's get out of here. Good. And I like this line specifically because... Like, even though she had feelings for him, he had been a right. dick. And she wasn't going to be like, I'm staying yeah. around. She was like, fuck this. Fuck this dude. I'm out. <laughs> I'll deal with these feelings later. I also liked that in that scene. So she's in jail and her Marines come back to save her. And I also liked that she had already, like, gotten herself off the hanging hook that she was on. She was already, like, halfway to escaping by herself when they come in. And she's just, like, standing there like... Yeah, I'm ready, which I I really like. Um, What was your favorite line? Mine was she's talking to Kenna and they are. I think this is at the beginning when she's getting ready to fight. And she says to Kenna, live hard, die young, she murmured, grinning as Kenna's voice joined hers in the chorus. Take as many of the bastards as you can. You're both fucking crazy, the big Lotharian murmured, looking at them in something akin to horror. Death or glory, Danny winked as she walked past him. And I liked that that kind of like set up her character for me where she was just like, no, nah, like, I got this. I'm the shit. Like, <laughs> and also like, you know, like we're ready to die. And he's just like, no, what? Don't do this. This is a terrible idea. Oh, that was cute. I had a favorite review 
which was by Catherine from Goodreads. Hello, Catherine. She rated it five stars, and she said, um, I totally love any of the books in Mina Carter's Warriors of the Lothar and Lothar Mercenary series. These books are automatic one clicks for me. The women in the series are strong. If they don't start out that way, they certainly become that way. The men are hot. They love the women and are totally dedicated to them. The stories are well written and flow nicely. There are few, if any, typos. Sometimes British colloquialisms throw me for a loop. <laughs> the characters are all very different and no mistaking one for the other. They don't merge into one in my mind. Locations and scenes are described so you can easily picture them. And each book has its own HEA for the main couple, but a little something to let you know there'll be another book. And I was like, yeah, I think that I think that's true. I think solid. <laughs> I like because one of the things we've talked about, you know, previously is like I don't like when there's series and there's like 10 books and it's like every couple has the same type of sex, the same type of relationship, the same sort of dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I have read many, many of these. So I, I like that each one I can tell like, oh, that one is this book or like, oh, they're super gentle and oh, they're super rough or whatever. What if there's a book where like the whole time you're going through this with this couple and then you find out that the person is like delusional and the other couple's made up in their head. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> and, that the, and that the AGA is that they fell in love with themselves <laughs> and they were just masturbating the whole time. <laughs> that would actually be a really good Sorry. short story, Shani. You should write that. I like that. That's funny. Like one uh, wet dream. Uh, all right. So <laughs> one Speaking wet dream. Speaking of wet dreams, I'm excited for Grace Goodwin next. Yes. Or maybe in I two am, books. I, I think she's actually in two Grace books. Goodwin. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and I'm ex- excited for the interview. I'm like, and oh I'm my excited God. for yeah, guys, we're interviewing Chris uh, Goodwin tomorrow in in you know actual time and in a few weeks in your podcasting listening journey. <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, awesome. So my favorite review was by B A K Bach, uh, rated it uh, two stars. This series needs to move along. <laughs> I was getting to the point where I was beginning to get bored and then Danny basically caved to him and then I got frustrated. How do you go from being the single badass human military person and not wanting a mate to them caving almost instantly for a few kisses? She didn't struggle with losing a fight, which I thought she would have more. Then she all whimpered and gasped. Sardon got mad at her a few times and was getting aggressive. After he caught her trying to snitch a ship, he he got extremely angry and it truly felt like he was going to rape her, especially after he said he was done waiting and she was going to be his. She just gave up and participated in the sex, but it had the undertone that if she hadn't done the whole putty in his hands, giving up against her previous intended nature, he'd have just taken it anyways. So there was some parts where things were getting that forced anxiety inducing vibe. Yeah, there's more, but I'll end it there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I, I know I read it in Kindle. So I was like, I'm not sure how I was doing it, but I was not the only one feeling this way. This is exactly how I was feeling where I was just like, I, and I, you know me, I like consensual non-consent. You know what I mean? It's, it's my Jimmy Jam. This was, this one wasn't my Jimmy Jam. Well, I'm going to guess that you're giving the book a two, but you can feel free to tell the people you're real. Oh, Miss Cleo, yeah, yeah, no, Miss so well. <laughs> two, baby, two. It's definitely a two. Um, I gave it a four. I enjoy these books. I think they're a lot of fun. I like that they're fast, and there's a lot of action. And a healthy yeah. dose of romance. I feel like with a few tweaks, this could have been this could have been a solid four for me. Just I just needed a few couple little little nudges. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, it was good. Glad to see your face I'm right glad now. Glad to see your face too. 
Um, well, you guys, I think that's all we have for you today. Maybe a little shorter episode than normal. Next week, we have Strange Love, our most requested book of the season. And then we are going to round out the season with a Grace Goodwin, Made It to the Vickens, I believe, is the one that we have chosen. Also, we're interviewing Grace Goodwin and we have a special interview with Tiffany Roberts, which is actually Tiffany Roberts and her husband, a writing husband-wife duo, our first ever menage writing, talking to us. Ooh, Quadruple? Ooh, what are we, a poly group? I don't even know. It's very exciting, though. <laughs> I don't know. But they must have really good sex, because I'll tell you, when couples write sexy things, boy, babies are made. <laughs> made. Or practiced, if they don't want to, and they use contraception. Yep. That's what I'm saying. You know, like you're. Should we write this sex scene like this? I don't know. We should try it out first. Make sure it's anatomically correct. Yeah. Just, just, just. Or one person's like, and then they pushed, and you're like, "Mm -hmm." and then they, and you're like, Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." show me, show me where, touch me on my body. Let's turn the voice recorder Mm -hmm. on while we get it. It's like voice to type (laughs) in the background. So good. That would be dope. All right. Well, we're excited to talk to them. And see what actually is happening in their writer's room. All right, Bridget. Until next time. Books be your lover. And your hand, your best friend. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.